Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Somehow the vital connection is made, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Manchester City are running away with it. And Europa League is back. It's Thursday 18th. The fair by Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Brassel. And I'm Vidushina Hunter-Raja. Welcome, one and all. And we start by saying happy birthday to Roberto Baggio. Yes. Happy birthday to him, uh, Vish. We only talk about birthdays when they're when it's the actual day. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I, I'm totally on board with that. It'd be Andy, weird to celebrate the day after someone's birthday. Andy, is today your birthday? No, no, we're not going to say happy birthday to you. Today's not my birthday. So happy birthday to me. Vish, is today your birthday? It isn't, no. No, so we won't say happy birthday to you. Um, and if you did want to say happy birthday to Vish this year, you've missed out because it was yesterday. So, unlucks. But the good news is you'll have another one next year to all aboard that train. You say uh, that. Next- I've, I have been mm-hmm. looking at my lockdown habits and it's th- 36 is a bit of a risk. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Dark start to the rambles, everybody. Um, celebrating the life of uh, Roberto Baggio, though. He's still with us, don't worry. Um, but he gave us some great moments, much like yourself, Vish, has contributed to sport Incredibly. And, uh... <laughs> Given that we're uh, trying to steer away from dark moments, Marcus, this is probably not the best time to mention that um, uh-huh. um, Baggio's magical kicks is being taken offline, isn't it, soon? No! Oh, Why? No, that is... So, like, everyone needs to get involved and play it before it disappears? Oh, and I, I thought you were going to say because the government are worried to try and kickstart the economy. Everyone's hooked on it. <laughs> no one's working. No one's wanting to go back to work. <laughs> I tell you what, oh. the cancel card is getting ridiculous. If it is. It is. Baggio's kick's been taken off. <laughs> I think, I know. Yeah. Well, they are. I mean, of course, if you're unfamiliar with this, then what, what on earth have you been doing all your lives? But for those who are familiar, whenever you won a cup, which I think you could get through hitting the post a lot of times, you used to get points for scoring goals and hitting the crossbar on the post, you would win pass. Passion Cups, and I suppose in this day and age, a Passion Cup does sound a little bit too naughty. 
Yeah, but people have got support bubbles. They're probably doing all sorts in cups. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about the Premier League. Um, Everton lost <laughs> at home to Manchester City. Um, anyway, let's let's move on from that sordid chat. Ancelotti said it was hard, almost impossible. Is that the kind of thing you want to hear from from the batter? Basically, those are lot those lot are much better than us. <laughs> to be honest, we were lucky to get one. I quite enjoyed the fact that he talked about. There's no point talking about drop points. They don't count as drop points because it was mm. Manchester City. I, I don't think that's an unreasonable way to look at things. I think there are a time to tell. There's a time to tell your team to improve and about the things they could do better. And there's a time to move on. And for Everton, the title's never their aim. Top four could be their aim. I, mm-hmm. I don't think they'll make it, but they've every reason to shoot for it in, in, in this season. And I guess we've we've probably mentioned this at some point before, but the fact is, I don't think the current environment does to too much over analysis. Goodbye, chaps. It's been a, a, a lovely show. Randy Russell there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like dwelling dwelling on something is 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 absolutely pointless. You know they've they've got Liverpool on Saturday. What a great mm-hmm. way to, to to get it out of their systems! Yeah, playing a, another almost impossible team. Although at the moment, fish, you know, quite possibly. Um, what, what do you what do you think of uh, what, what do you think of these uh, the, the, the idea of a, of a title race now, Vish? We were all quite happy a few months ago, thinking, oh, it's all over the place, isn't it? Oh, we don't know. And now City are ten points clear. Yeah, I was trying to think. You know, it isn't quite a race I, I think people have stopped running haven't they because, <laughs> <laughs> can you down tools in a 100 meter sprint or a marathon like this is that you know everyone's it, this is the, I don't know about 100 meter sprint that would <laughs> be, be quite a bit much, oh, I've, I've, got a 50, I've got a 50 meters and I thought bollocks to this well if he's, if, he's gonna, if he's gonna do that then I'm, I might as well sack it off here yeah we um, had a school steeplechase and when you had to run out of the I, I guess out of the fields in our school and go mm round into the streets and do a, a, a lap of the, the 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 local area sort of a, a lap of the block and people who live locally used to like go home for like a cup of tea or like a glass of fizzy pop it's not, or it's not gonna go, help. go to the petrol station for some crisps or or, or whatever is, is that what we're promoting here that's all that's going to happen you you pack of crisps during a marathon you're just going to get a stitch well yeah if you do run the rest of all of it oh, as opposed you... to just ducking yeah. out a, a lap you little liars. We used to My do... We used, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do a run for football training, which was a kind of across a Hammersmith Bridge and then down and across a few other bridges as well. I think Barnes Bridge. Um, but there was... That's, a in little, West Lo- that's in West London. West London, yeah, sorry, probably. sorry, yeah. Um, <laughs> but there were loads of little nooks where you could just like duck in. Um, yeah. And <laughs> our teacher realised this and so would follow us kind of 10 minutes after we left. And he found one lad just sat in the pub garden having a pint. We, we, we were sixteen, <laughs> and we'd done it so we'd done it so much that he thought, "Yeah, I reckon I can. I reckon I, if I took my wallet with me, I reckon I could duck in and have a swift one." Was his dad the landlord? Was that it? I don't know. It was a different time. We could get away with that. We used to go to the pub at Friday lunchtimes as well. Which I tell you, were some yeah. lovely pubs down by Hammersmith there Bridge are. for those who they know really the area. Are. Of course, you couldn't run across Hammersmith Bridge at the moment; it's shut. Well, yeah, 
Sign the petition, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Sign the petition. Um, In arbitrary stats news, uh, Manchester City have become the first side in top flight history to win their first 10 games of the calendar year. I love it when a new stat can come out. Hang on, it's calendar year, not the season. You know, that kind of thing. You you often get, you know, the the first team to win their first 10 games since the 17th of October or something like that. So that's quite pleasing, I think. Pep has said to his players, whatever you do, don't look at the calendar! Um because presumably there's a big monster on there, Vish. Probably good lockdown advice, isn't it? Mm. So you're not ticking away so. the days. Um, well, he said it's better you don't see the schedule, otherwise you get depressed. Well, do you not think, do you not think that um, factors into Andy's point about these games coming so quickly? There's like, you know, like Andy's an NBA fan and basketball fans will tell you that there are so many games in the schedule that it is actually quite hard to get too down on yourself unless you're going through... You know, uh-huh. a run of successive losses that that hint at like some deep, deep problem. And Everton, you know, we, we've I feel like we've spoken a lot about Everton in the last two weeks because they've won games, lost games, won games, lost games, and mm-hmm. we always we're jumping back and forth, and we're like, "Ooh, could it be?" And oh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, like they might go and turn over Liverpool on the weekend, at which point we think, "Well, they they could finish above Liverpool this this season in the league." But I reckon though, with someone like Everton, you, you often you hear this from so many different. Which it's just we just lack consistency. Just we need a bit of consistency. Yeah, that the. The, the, the team who wins the league finds the consistency. Do you know what I mean? Like everybody, a hundred percent. When you boil it down, it's like God. If we just if we won every single game, we'd be fine, wouldn't we? We'd be totally fine. I mean, obviously, you've got quality in your size. They're they're professional footballers, you know. But the thing is, it's it's struggling to recreate it every week and 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 so on. But Andy, what do you think of? Uh, you know, not looking at the, at, the, at the schedule. I mean, I I think Manchester City ten points clear. They can just kick back now, can't they? Easy also, peasy. Also, I think if you do look ahead at the calendar, yeah. you would see that you've got a lovely little trip to Budapest next week. And nice. I, I know in in the German media, before uh, Leipzig made the trip out to, to, to play Liverpool this week, they were saying, especially after the sale, sale of Dio Pumacano, it'd be quite nice for Julian Nagelsmann to mm. get away and, you know get away from the, the everyday routine and, yeah. and not think about all that sort of stuff. I thought, well... That is one way of selling it. The other way of selling it is you're going 800 kilometres one way to play a home game. Um, but but I, I guess the Manchester City players could get tips from uh, from Liverpool, couldn't they, on how to how to best enjoy Budapest? Well, I think that'll definitely be the case. Uh, I'm sure they share a lot. Um, Fish, do you think that Pep Guardiola is falling in love with Bernardo Silva? After the game, he said, and he may or may not have said it in this tone, what a player. Everything he does, he does incredibly well. What he did in that second year was unstoppable, and now he's back. He's a lovely person, and as a manager, you dream about having players like Bernardo. His mum and dad must be so proud of the son that they have. <laughs> I mean, that is that is lovely. You could have done it in another voice, and it could have sounded very, sounded very sordid. But, um... I, I thought to myself, <laughs> we, we call Pep a, a football pervert enough. The last thing he, he wants is for me to go, Whoa. Yeah. The last, <laughs> thing, the, the last thing we care for is evidence. Um, <laughs> 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 but Arna Silva, he's from the, the Solly March school of saying the full name, isn't he? And you can kind of understand it, obviously, with um, David before him. But I thought it was it was pretty cool watching that three of Sterling, Mares, and Silva because... They all, you know, they all do those things of they're able to drop deep. They can breeze past the player. They can hang wide and affect play there, or they can get mm-hmm. on the end of chances. And they all take it in turns because you think 
if you have an appetite to do any of those things, you have to rely on the fact that the other two players don't want to do those things. Otherwise, you might end up kind of mm-hmm. treading on their toes. And I suppose it's a, it's a feat of, I suppose, of tactics, really, isn't it? That they're able to seemingly stretch play so much and at the mm-hmm. same time can come together and play within five yards of each other. Um, terrifying, of course, and there's yeah. a good reason that they're 10 points ahead at the moment. But, yeah, no, he's um, he's really come into his own. Obviously, we, we've talked about his pretty watchful start, certainly how watchful um, Guardiola was with him. But, yeah, I think it's about time that he's been given the you know top boy job, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of educated left feet in there, aren't there? Yes, yeah, there is, I mean, yeah. Like X-Card from the WWE. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're going back a week or two, and that is how quickly things turn over at the moment, everyone was talking about that with Barcelona, with uh, Messi surrounded by um, Griezmann and um, uh, uh, Francisco Trincao, who's, who's just come into the team and, uh, and all the rest of it. Now, having seen that, last night I think you're kind of looking at that and thinking you know Barcelona players when they're training are they kind of like kids of the playground where Messi's going I'm Bernardo no I'm Phil Foden yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know why you've uh, triggered this but when you're saying like players about um, uh, talking about other players do you remember uh, when sorry remember when David Beckham signed for Real Madrid obviously that time mm-hmm and uh, you know he joined that squad. They were full of the Galacticos were crying. It was a Dan Figo, Roberto Carlos, Raúl was there. Uh, incredible side. And there was uh, someone had drawn this cartoon in one of the papers of all of these players, Ronaldo and Zidane and so on, gathering around David Beckham, going, "Oi, what's Phil Neville like?" <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, what a wonderful memory! Well, Phil Neville wasn't playing in in the centre of the pitch for for Everton last night, which was a shame. But uh, poor old Decore was ran ragged. Um, apparently, he's got an aggregate score of uh, thirty seven against three four. Um, against Manchester City during his time uh, at Watford. That's not he always his fault. He Playing hates... for Watford will do that for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> against Manchester City. Yeah, that's one of those really unfair stats, which I just thought, ah, let's chuck it in. Let's chuck yeah. it in. I thought they started quite well. They didn't Everton. do too bad. I thought they. Mm. I thought you know they were. They decided to like sit inside. You know the the middle bit between um, City's defence and midfield, mm-hmm. and I thought they clogged it up quite well. But yeah. But I suppose if you ever go into a situation thinking, right, how can we clog this system up? Mm. You're going to come undone, aren't you? And, you know, it was the the thing with with City, and and I suppose it's specifically with Edison because it's more pronounced with Edison, but it doesn't matter how many times they mess up that pass Mm. out of defence. They they still try it because they just know, well, this is just a value play for us now. And then, you know, Edison had a sneaky little turn against them. I think it was Richarlison closing him down, isn't it? Which which felt a bit like the goalkeeper equivalent of a Penenka, because at that time it seemed that there was a lot of pressure around there and he went, no, it's fine. Yeah, I, well, that's the thing. With, with Manchester City looking this good, Andy, it doesn't matter. You have to be on it for all of the minutes of the match and have a bit of luck going your way. Because, I mean, Ancelotti, to quote him again on, on Manchester City's goals, he just said, nothing to do, nothing to say. You know, you've just got to hold your hands up sometimes. Whereas when Mares killed in that lovely one, Ali McCoyst on comms just went, holy smokes, which is uh, quite pleasing. Do the voice. Yeah. Holy voice. smokes. <laughs> well, holy smokes, though, John. Um yeah, very, very enjoyable uh, indeed. Um, I mentioned earlier, as, as we have done on this show a number of times, that Pep is a tactical football pervert. 
I need to put football in that sentence because a tactical <laughs> pervert is something a little bit different. Um, and, and perhaps he's rearing more uh, football perverts as well because apparently Zinchenko has a big folder of notes about Guardiola's training sessions. Uh, his wife, uh, uh, Vlada, said he outlines changes in tactics, moments during trainings and uh, training sessions, innovations. We have a big notebook at home, a big folder where he writes everything down. And she blamed Pep for his tactical tinkering when they went out to Lyon in the Champions League last year. I mean, she is right, but we've got to be careful having a go at the manager. Uh, Zinchenko joked that Pep was getting old uh, during his uh, 50th birthday last month, to which Pep apparently replied, Alex, the most important thing for me is to be liked by your wife and all will be okay. (laughs) And he's on to him. So does he mean the most important thing is for him, Pep Guardiola, to be liked by Zinchenko's wife or the most important thing is for Zinchenko to be liked by Zinchenko's wife? Yeah, no, no, no. I think think Pep wants to be liked (laughs) by his wife. Um, because he's a tactical football pervert. (laughs) (laughs) What I find remarkable is that Zinchenko is a a young man who's writing things down Mm. rather than using an app because we know players like to absorb their own performances in video clips and apps and all the rest of it. But pen and paper, that's so retro. I love it. Bloody love that. Bloody love that. Elsewhere in the Premier League last night, Burnley drew one all at home with Fulham. It wasn't a classic game, uh, Vish. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, interesting goal from Fulham, though. It was a, a rebound off Aina's uh, uh, stomach, followed by a sort of a slice clearance, and it managed to end up in the back of the net. A fortuitous one. Did you see Robbie Brady's reaction when he... He couldn't believe it. He, but, but he tried to appeal for something, and he realised he, <laughs> he, <was, laughs> he, was, he was appealing for his own nonsense. He was like, surely, yeah. surely at this level, that can't yeah. be allowed. Just yeah, on, yeah, an, yeah. on an aesthetic <laughs> level, we yeah, should yeah, yeah. We score if you want, but we should do that again, because other people are going to see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is on TV, that, for God's sakes. Um, I know what you mean. Yeah, it was, it was very strange. I th- again, like... <laughs> I, I want to throw this back. I want to throw this back at you because it's easy for me to pontificate about what it would be like for a Fulham fan to consistently watch them playing so well mm-hmm. and be in a situation to kill off games and then just give it away. But are you? I mean, I suppose there's only one or two ways this is eventually going to go. They're either going to stop doing that or they're just going to mm-hmm. keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And like you know, are, are, do you do you have a fear that it's just it's just going to be back and forth like that and that there won't be any remedy and are you accepting of that i've got my eyes on the prize vish (laughs) which is me and hugh grant in that swimming pool on top of the stadium (laughs) um uh no i think i know what you mean i i think recently with fulham i think parker you can see him going through the motions they started the season incredibly badly Mm. conceding goals left right and center he tightened up the defense and then they were uh, uh, drawing a lot of games. They went through that spell. that They weren't conceding many. They weren't losing many. They were drawing a lot. And you think, okay, picking up points, the odd point here and there, that's that's good. You know, you can lose a game, say, I don't know, like by the odd goal to Manchester United, for example. And you think, okay, that, it's a shame, but, you know, they're a better side and Pogba pulls out a piece of quality like that, uh, which which Fulham probably don't really have. So so as, as, the, as the season's going, you think, okay, we're still picking up points, though, in, in, in the forms of draws. And then you look at the table and you think, this is just not going to be enough. Mm. 
we, we, Fulham can do that, but it, it, will, it will simply not be enough. So Parker thinks, OK, let's put Mitrovic back in the side, or start him at least, and see if we can change that. Well, they draw two all against West Brom when they, they should have been 2-0 up at half-time, and that would have been interesting. And then uh, the game after that, um, uh, I forget, was it... Oh, I forget which it was. It again, ended up being a draw, and it wasn't great. And I think, um, and I think he thought to himself, mm, "That hasn't quite right. What we're we going to do? Getting Major in, and obviously the game against Everton was great." And I thought to myself, "He seems to be progressing bit by bit, tightening up the defence, trying to go for attack, and just very slightly trying to sort of turn the screw." And against Everton, that showed. Whereas in this game, I know what you mean. It did feel a bit like, "Yeah, they're playing against a side who perhaps were." I don't say there for the taking, but I mean they're playing Sheffield United on Saturday, mm. and that, and they need to win that. Really, you've, you've got to. Do Do you not think, Marcus? I mean, mm-hmm. Burnley, despite having personnel issues, they created a lot of chances, especially for Burnley in the yeah. first half. Fulham scored quite a fortuitous goal to take a lead, and it is Burnley away. I think it's still a point. Yeah. You're still within a couple of wins of Newcastle. I think I agree those next two games against Sheffield United and then they're away to Palace, who always struggle a bit at home. Uh-huh. Those are those are absolutely huge. Uh-huh. But the fact is, Roy the Boy could tell you, you don't make your real run until like a month before the end of the season. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> let's, let's not go too early. Let's not go too early, yeah. I mean, Parker always talks about the team's confidence and their collective belief, and he, and he certainly talks a good game in, in the post-match. I know what you mean, though, Fish. I think it it would be a shame for Fulham if, if this kind of... Are they, you're a bit like Everton, but at the wrong end of the table. Are, are they going to do... Are they, are, are, and, they, and they've shown a bit of quality, they've shown a little bit of something, they've, they've played quite well, they've defended much better, and then it just sort of peters out where it's just quite not enough. And you think... Should he have fully let the hand break off? And as you say, Andy, maybe he will when it comes to the crunch. But of course, when Fulham will take the hand break off fully, then they're open at the back and that has been quite disastrous. Um, but in terms of uh, 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 Burnley, um, Dyche himself said, I remember, many, I remember many moons ago, Ian Holloway said we had a strong jaw and I think he's right. I think now, Dyche is a, quite a strong jaw, doesn't he? Yeah, I did, was I, I sort of think well, yeah, were, were the two of them having a scrap in a yeah. fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Did you see though going on um Luke's uh, sort of investigation? I actually I think Luke's come to his conclusion about Sean Dyche, but I think as the football ramble we've sort of opened the investigation on him as a as a man. Uh, and in a recent interview, uh, Lee Grant revealed how Sean Dyche acts toxic players from the dressing room when he first arrived at Burnley by giving all the squad a piece of paper and asking them to write down the number of players they thought were snakes. <laughs> I love this. This is like again like the reverse Brendan Rodgers. Remember with the with the letter yeah, with Brendan yeah. Rodgers, you know. Apparently, Dyche then calculated the average. I love that, and announced there were two snakes in the dressing room, who he then apparently wasted no time in weeding out. This is proper burn the witch stuff. This, oh, isn't it? it's amazing. Like he says, there's one. He says there's six. He says there's three. All right, there's probably about two of them. That's fine. And let's get the pitchforks out. I've, I've, um. <laughs> This actually happens quite regularly. Um, I mean, not, sure. not, not necessarily that that method, but um, I've got a mate of mine who works for a, a, a championship club that I won't name. Um, mm-hmm. And they, about three or four years ago, went through a period of, I, th- I think they went through three managers in the space of two years, one of them being a caretaker. Well, and, you're dropping big. You're dropping big clues there. Yeah, well, I mean, but, but like you know, it's the championship, isn't it? So it could be it could be like one of ten teams. <laughs> Do they play in red? 
<laughs> but the um, but, but it was his first time kind of in that kind of situation. Um, uh-huh. And he said what was fascinating was how quickly the players turn against turn against the manager, but also mm-hmm. when a new manager comes in and they pick players who haven't necessarily played much under the previous manager, those players then become his you know his allies and it Pretty got to shoes. and it got to a stage where he noticed that it was just coming go moving back and forth those those two two groups because obviously you'll have some people who are always going to play mm. but he said it was really interesting watching that change in dynamic and, and just seeing how opportunistic and, and flaky the players were because ultimately they just want to play they don't really give yeah. a shit about the person involved yeah um and so i suppose daesh is coming into that situation thinking right if i want to know that you know that the previous guy got burned by someone, mm. and I want to know who the people that burned him because they've, every chance they'll burn me. That is that is interesting. I mean, you think about some of the the questions and that, is, uh, that Anthony Rudiger has been asked about Lampard and some of his responses. You know, it, it does play into that. But of course, you know, look at uh, the likes of Alonso in, in the Chelsea side. I mean, he's now he's now playing, whereas he wasn't under Lampard. So of course, he wants the new manager to come and impress him. I mean, we do forget they're human beings, but yes, yeah. I can imagine that everybody's got, especially nowadays with players coming and going as freely as they do with, with, with transfers, despite there being, you know, transfer windows. It's not like it was in years gone by when you could go pretty much any time during the season, but ultimately Andy, all players and everybody have got their self-interests at heart. Obviously, yes, you'd like to think they have the, 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 the interest of the club. I mean, I suppose the better they do the better it is for the club. Yeah, I, I think I think that's right. Um, I, I think it's also a fallacy to say you can't be a mercenary and and, and totally committed at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, is 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 sometimes overlooked. I mean, mm. we all want to believe that our, our our players are are totally into the club and would put the club above anything else. But like realistically, why would they? Uh, yeah. th- that that is a child's way of looking at things. It's like thinking your favourite band all live in a house together. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't ruin the- that. <laughs> <laughs> they were lip syncing um uh i mean yeah I, I mean essentially though i mean we should say that vish is only using the football ramble to further his music career there we are ladies and gentlemen let's go for a quick break <laughs> hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Stakhanov's brand new show, My Seven Wonders, with Clive Anderson, is available to listen to now. Clive will be quizzing some of the world's most interesting celebrities, including Griff Rhys Jones and Shappy Sandy, about their own personal Seven Wonders of the World. Join Clive and his first guest, Dara O'Brien. Dara talks to Clive about his love for the Irish sport hurling and some of the extra benefits that come with owning a hurley stick. It's just pleasant to have a big stick in the house every so often. For home security, it's always nice to know that they're, I have an arsenal uh, if I need it. I'll bear that in mind if I'm tempted to burgle your house in the middle of the night. Just do it. Honestly, that's how I stand. I stand <laughs> naked with my Irish testicles dangling, <laughs> challenging people. They discuss finding humour in quantum physics. It's like saying, is the cat dead or not? Would you, somebody just open the box? Would somebody just open the box? <laughs> And discovering new passions during lockdown. Lockdown ran a schism, essentially, between the young comics who immediately went, I must learn new skills. I must learn video editing at TikTok. And I must find new ways to bring my comedy to people. And the older comics went, your retirement will be all right, actually. <laughs> <in> the guy. <laughs> Turns out, you know, it's, okay. it's not too bad. Search My Seven Wonders with Clive Anderson on your favourite podcast player to hear the first episode now. My Seven Wonders with Clive Anderson is a Stakhanov production. Five in the wall, and it looks like a skirt to boot. Messi goes through! Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's now time for emails. Emails, 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 and I've got one from Ole Gustafsson, who's got in touch about some unique sledging. I'm always getting the cricket ones, aren't I? For the, for, for the last number of years, I've played in my local South Stockholm league. One, I thought, to be honest with you, when you said his name, I thought he sounded Scandinavian. When you thought said sledging, I thought going down a hill very fast on a piece of wood, essentially. But anyway. Read on, sir. I will do. One weekend, we scouted our next opposition and noticed they had a pacey English striker who was involved in a lot of what you might call fisticuffs. He was identified as a potential threat and nicknamed Lang Vardy, Tall Vardy. 
as we are big fans of the Premier League here, and he and he shared a similar chin. <laughs> <laughs> is it uh, well? Is it the is it is it the strong jaw or the strong chin that yeah. uh, Sean Dyche and Burnley have? He's got a very Fagan chin, does uh, Vardy, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, he does, yeah. Next week comes and we line up to play against this team, but Vardy starts on the bench. We quickly go three goals up and then we spot him drinking a whole can of Red Bull and, <laughs> and demanding to be subbed on. When Skittles he, in vodka. <laughs> when he came on, I was, un- I was unfortunately the one to mark him on the wing. He kept saying completely random, out-of-context Swedish words and phrases to me and, f- and a few of my other teammates. <laughs> When I had the ball and was running at him, he stood up straight, pointed behind me and yelled, <laughs> Bubbelvatten, which means sparkling water or fizzy water. <laughs> and as this confused me so much, he managed to tackle me and run away with the ball. After my teammate scored, Langvardi was jogging back with him to the halfway line and patted on the back saying in Swedish, lay an egg. And I am also Swedish. I also love paperwork and milk. (laughs) Halftime comes and we begin to share stories about what this maverick had been saying to us. Our captain in midfield powerhouse, Hjalmar, who is a proud Swedish Viking and part-time bodybuilder, didn't see the funny side, got very angry and told us he would deal with it. Oh, God. Only a few minutes (laughs) after the second half began, Heimar stamped on Langvardi's ankle right in front of the referee, who did nothing. When play eventually stopped, Langvardi got up and tried to start a fight with with Heimar whilst hopping on one leg. He sat on the touchline for the rest of the game, booing every time Heimar got the ball. Damn right. Thank you, whoever you are, Langvardi, for showing humour, pettiness, bravery, and general insanity I now expect of English people every time I meet one. I mean, I love that. I love that. There's nothing like talking absolute garbage. Like, obviously, I'd say that sledging is a bit of a cricket thing. A mm. popular, nonsensical, but very effective sledge is if you're, you know, if you're in the slips behind a batsman and you mm. ask the batsman, do you breathe in or out when you play a shot? And it's, ah, very good. It's just <laughs> yeah. right in their head and uh, very effective, yeah. Uh-huh. Love that. Excellent stuff, gentlemen. Well, you can always uh, get your stories into us, show at footballramble.com if you have any about long Vardy, short Vardy <laughs> or any other Vardy. Um, gentlemen, there was Champions League last night, of course. Andy, you must be gutted. Your beloved Sevilla uh, lost at home <laughs> 3-2 to Dortmund. They're still in the tie, though, but mm, you'd probably say hanging by a thread. Get them in the Europa League where they belong, for crying out loud. Do, do uh, you reckon they should make it a round later admission to the Europa League this year just for yeah. Sevilla? I know. What are you doing, lads? They try and do this. Sevilla, they try and do this, bless them. They try and punch above their weight and then you just think, no, no, no. You know. that, that was that was actually the best, um, you know, the the meme that everyone's been doing of PK holding on to yeah. Mbappe's shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Mbappe as Sevilla and uh, PK <laughs> as the Europa League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, in in uh, interesting news, though, Porto beat Juventus 2-1. Andy Brassel. Hey, yeah, um, and I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised, but Juventus are really quite unpredictable this season. And um, even when they've been getting good results in this calendar year, they've not been playing absolutely fantastically. And of course, it's not every week you come up against the fireball that is Sergio Conceição as well. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of fireballs, uh, Pepe made his 100th Champions League appearance. He turns 38 this month. Uh, which is great. He was up to his usual antics, of course. That's what we like to see. Uh, he told a nice anecdote about George Costa, 
who was a former centre-half, of course, for, for Porto as well, who was uh, quite the player, he said in, in one of the locker room toilets there was a photo of him and no one but him could use that toilet. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth did he do in there? That's what I want to know. I don't want to be too disparaging, but I remember George Costa by the end of his career and to look mm. at him, I don't think you'd want to be using the bathroom after him. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I think you. <laughs> it's like one of those ones where... You know, you would uh, have a picture of George Costa above the fireplace to keep the kids away from that sort of thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Speaking of Juventus, one of their former players, uh, Luigi Sarto, has been arrested for allegedly growing marijuana in a greenhouse. This was uh, an Italian newspaper reported this. A former Juventus Inter Roma and Parma defender. Uh, you don't hear this too much from former footballers uh, he did win the UEFA Cup three times and had two caps for Italy Andy so he wasn't a bad player but post-retirement uh, this is not what we expect or hope for with with footballers or anybody <laughs> for that matter no um, although reconnecting with nature I think uh, after the intensity of top level football Andy. is an opportunity that um, maybe we should embrace the idea of do you think uh, very good for chronic to- pain just saying, you a lot of chronic pain after you know footballer. Probably a lot of time to unwind and relax. Vish, do you think that it was um, Sean Dyche working for that Italian newspaper and he weeded him out? <laughs> you know what? I, I reckon he could do with a smoke, a smoke every once in a while, Dyche. <laughs> to be fair, he's you know he's done he's gone to America. He's been to Colorado. It's legalized in Colorado. We don't know that he hasn't partaken in recent years. Yeah, what, okay. would, what would it do to his voice, though? His lovely, smooth That's voice. That's a good point. Oh maybe maybe it'll go full circle. It'll go so gravelly that he'll start hitting the high notes again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe. I, I worry that he would sound like Tricky's vocals on uh, Premillennial Tension. But <laughs> I, Take your word for it, Andy. Take your word for it. It's on Spotify. How <laughs> you know? It's on Spotify. Therefore, I should have heard it. Marcus has all got Oasis cassettes, though, hasn't he? <laughs> cassettes. Yeah. Don't you, don't you start. <laughs> You were the one that gave them to me. <laughs> With tears in your eyes as you handed them over in the middle of the night. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, what about this, chaps? Uh, the Bundesliga CEO, Christian Seifert, forgive pronunciation, says that some of the clubs pushing for a European Super League are poorly managed, cash-burning machines. I got no idea what team he's talking about, what club yeah. he's talking about. <laughs> no, I think we know, Andy. He's having a little dig anyone. at someone. Could be anyone. Yeah. Are you, are you talking about that on OTC this week, or are you not bothering? Uh, we are going through uh, the detail um, in Ooh. the Champions League this week, obviously uh, t- t- talking about uh, Kylian Mbappe and what this means for uh, who the leading player in the world is. Now we'll t- be talking about Marco Rosa arriving at Dortmund and we're in the company of the great Miguel Delaney this week. Oh, delightful. That's on Football Ramble Presents, everybody. So get yourselves over there. Uh, right. Let's go briefly to the Championship because Thierry Henry might well be the new Bournemouth manager. Now, at the time of recording, this hasn't been announced, but it, it's looking very, very So likely. it will be in half an hour. <laughs> so by the time by the time the show hits your ears, it'll be John Terry. Uh, but, uh, but Henri, of course, again, at the time of recording, is currently um, at, at uh, Montreal, uh, probably shouting at that poor lad Mason who you know couldn't play the pass or whatever. But apparently he's open to the role. He did say once upon a time, I do dream of managing Arsenal, but I also dream of running up the court and doing a slam dunk. It doesn't mean it'll happen. <laughs> How tall is Henri? 
<laughs> tall enough to be able to slam dunk. Yeah, not, no, not, not tall enough to dunk. I would, I would suggest. Is he not? And okay. of course, he's very close friends with Tony Parker, who mm. has never really dunked. So, well, maybe he should become friends with Spud Webb, Andy. <laughs> well, How Steph, about that Steph, for an idea? Steph Curry can dunk, and Steph, what? Steph's six two. Yeah. yeah, but he normally doesn't because he's quite bad at it. Yeah, but I think he did it in the All Star game a couple of years ago, didn't he? Or maybe last year's yeah. one. Yeah, um, he, he did. So I, I, think, I, I'm I do think. Yeah, he's three six one six two, something like that. Um, Andy, the big question is: Is he going to be uh, using the same or making the same sartorial choices as he did when he was uh, Monaco manager? Which is something that you love to remind us of. What looking wonderful in the club leisure wear? Uh, I thought, did he not have tracksuit bottoms and shirt and tie or something like that? I, I think you confused him with uh, Brian Robson when he signed for Middlesbrough. <laughs> I have. <laughs> no, no, you're you're quite right. That that is that that is that is true for the presentation. But that that's great. It makes me think always ready. Yeah. Well, Eddie Eddie Howe tends to be a, a tracksuit manager. Obviously, synonymous with that club, even though he hasn't been there for a little while now. So, I mean, it could happen, Vish. It could happen. I mean, despite being unbeaten since Jonathan Woodgate took. Um, charge as caretaker uh, the Cherries uh, want to hire externally they don't want to take on Woodgate does that surprise you? Well I suppose they've, they've seen what he has to offer um, yeah, I suppose it's, yeah, I, I suppose in that regard it, it seems a bit off doesn't it but I quite like the, um, the clip of Henri when he was getting up from that press conference I think it was at Monaco where the, the young player he was with got up as well and didn't put a, sh- a seat under the table so Henri just <laughs> Pointed to him, pointed to the chair and the kid. Yeah. So if only for manners alone, you know, it'd be, yeah. a, it'd be a great a great signing as manager, yeah. I mean, the next step is to do that with a more senior player. So uh, Jack mm. Wilshere is coming for you. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, man, I, I, yeah. Oh, they're the... getting the band back together, aren't they? There you're talking. Yeah. Well, apparently Frank Lampard was approach, approached for the job. I thought, come on, give, give Frank a moment, Fish, surely. Well, his uncle only lives around the corner, doesn't he? So, uh, yeah, that's a point. That I mean, what point. it would be the second job that Harry Redknapp's helped him get of the of the three jobs he's had so far. If he if he was to be in line with this, because um, Harry Redknapp had a word with um, yeah. Derby County to to get Lampard on, didn't he? Yeah, so. Harry Redknapp got you in on the ramble, though. So why are you complaining? <laughs> well, yeah, he did. He did, I, and, and I, you know, bless him forever. I wouldn't have a bad Absolutely. word said about him, even though we had to re-record a Patriot episode because I did. You know, that's, <laughs> that's totally fine. So. Oh, hey, come on, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> just a plug, just a Patreon plug. That's what that's what that is. It's just a yeah. The Patreon plug. Um, oh, it's staying in the championship the other night. Did you see that uh, Neil Warnock obviously wasn't happy with the assistant referee in their defeat to Huddersfield? Um, it, it's just him, the busy bee on the line. I mean, he's <laughs> grabbing all the attention with his brill cream and what have you. <laughs> what does he want? Like, what does he want? Does he want him like just in a sack? In a sack covered in mud with, you know, like what? His... His own flesh for a flag. Like, does he want to like anything he could have done would have been yeah. seen as being a busy bee. But you know as well that when he thought about his hair, he's thinking, "Well, the only product I know, Bill Brill cream." Me, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> was he probably covered in brute or something like that? Uh, very, very enjoyable indeed, um, gentlemen. The return of the Europa League is finally here. Andy, you love this tournament. We love this tournament. My yes. goodness. Adnan Yanazai is, is is involved. It's the Adnan Yanazai derby because Manchester United are playing Real Sociedad, of course. And Adnan Yanazai recently claimed that Louis van Gaal didn't show him enough love at Manchester United. Now, 
we have seen when Van Hal shows love, he has a very specific way of doing that, which involves his testicles. But um, apparently The Athletic reached out to Louis Van Hal for an interview for a piece on Yanazai. He, now, <laughs> he emailed them back within 24 hours saying, I have absolutely no need to defend myself against so much injustice. The self-image of players leaves the wishes. My career as a coach and manager shows just how many young players could take their chances under my leadership. What a kind box, LVG. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, he has got a point. It, it, was, it, was, never, it was never young players he had the issue with. Yeah. Was, was it? It was just uh, the older ones who uh, preferred not to have team talks while he exposed themselves to them. Well, apparently, so he obviously had seen Yanazai's comments because I don't think the people at the Athletic emailed him saying, "Oh, Yanazai's been slagging you off." Do you have a Do you have a response to this? I just think that they said, "Oh, we'd like to interview around Yanazai." He's like, "Shut off! Some don't call would, me aggressive." You know, some, some would argue, Marcus, that that yeah. is the cornerstone of responsible journalism. Saying so and so said this about you. What do you say back? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is that is how great quotes are born. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. I mean, I love it. I, I love the fact that Van Hal defends himself whenever there's any sort of hint of, uh, of of what he would see as rebellion against him. He just crushes it fish at the first sign of trouble. I'm trying to picture how he's replied to that email because he wouldn't mm. have done it like lying in bed on his phone. He would have Fully had... naked? Yeah, but then he would have... He would, I reckon he's probably got a desk that overlooks... You know that has an office with a window that overlooks the water, and he might all, it, it, he might still be naked. To be fair, but is it, does he not have what was that story? He's got a holiday home in Portugal, and is it next door to Ronald Koeman? I think isn't it next door to Dick Advocate? Or is that am I imagining oh, that? Oh, it could be the big Dick. Mm. You might be right. I, it's certainly um, a, 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 a you know a former Netherlands manager or something. I think Dick Advocate managed that for a bit. If he didn't, then. You know, up yours. Uh, yes, you're right, though. Overlooking the um, Atlantic Ocean, perhaps. Yeah, the, just like with the glasses, just on the quite quite low down on his nose, and he's just mm-hmm. kind of squinting and looking down while replying to his email so angrily, yeah. Uh-huh. I reckon he's gone through a few keyboards in his time, hasn't he? <laughs> I don't think he has a keyboard. I think he uses voice activation, so he just screams it down. <laughs> <laughs> and but he hasn't found a computer that can keep up with him yet. <laughs> Imagine getting that in a WhatsApp voice note. That'd be amazing. That, oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that just if you read the message, it does sound like someone shouting rather than someone sort of typing out and taking their time to think. And oh, what should I say? I appreciate English is not his first language, but although he has a very good command of it, but it, yeah, I love it. It does read like that. Yeah, they, you say that Ernest Hemingway. You, when you read him, it was like because he was massively into boxing. It was like he was punching the keys. Maybe that's the same with Van Hal. Maybe it's a Hemingway of of email retorts. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, yeah, so it should be, it should be a good one between those two teams. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, King Louis will be on hand for a comment after that one. Uh, Slavia Prague, gentlemen, have taken an unusual approach to mind games ahead of their clash with Leicester City today, with their reporter Jan Hosek calling uh, Kasper Schmeichel overweight on a club YouTube video, which was profiling their opponents. Get a load of that. He said that Schmeichel has problems with his healthy lifestyle. And claims he wears a corset. What? What is going on here? Did, didn't he also say Leicester was boring? Yeah, he, he might well he, have done. He, he slagged off the city as well. Yeah. Which well, I he, have said, to he say said he said is home to the National Space Centre. Exactly. Up yours, Jan. He said, you can "Yeah, he get said in an actual rocket." Well, he yeah, said a rocket about... that takes you away from Leicester. 
I'm going to be as far away as you can get from Leicester. <laughs> How dare you? He said, uh, he said that of the city of Leicester, if it, were, if it wasn't for football, you probably wouldn't know much about it. That's a dig. Walker's Crisps. Um, it's a city where personally I wouldn't want to live. Apart from the cathedral, there really isn't much to do. So they've got something, Jan, a cathedral. I've been for a night out at Leicester. It's pretty good. That's all I have to yeah. offer on that. Oh, a night out with you, Vish, is always going to be pretty good at least. <laughs> um, of course, Tottenham are in uh, in Europa League action. Uh, Musa Sissoko, he's spoken out about his Tottenham future with what can only be described as a great deal of conviction. The kind of Louis van Gaal conviction that we like to see. I have had calls from various other clubs, but I will remain focused on Tottenham for now. When Mourinho yeah, is your take coach... Take away those last two words, mate. <laughs> <laughs> when Mourinho is your coach, you've got to keep your options open. I don't think that's unreasonable or unrealistic by any stretch. Andy, I think Mourinho keeps your options open for you. I don't think you need to do that. (laughs) Yes, possibly. Possibly. Well, they're up against uh, uh, Wolfsburg. Um, The Australian... I nearly said... I nearly did a a dumb and dumber. Uh, The Austrian side. (laughs) That'd be strange. Be like the Eurovision Song Contest. Let the Aussies into the Europa League. (laughs) Get them in. So, yeah, so they're playing... um, Newcastle Jets uh, tonight in the Europa League. Honestly, if they... you want to, if you want to pump up the Europa League, get the A League yeah. involved as well. I'm telling you, that is. <laughs> I want more of that nonsense in my life. Yeah, you imagine that they're going there. Look, we do it in the Eurovision Song Contest. Why not for this as well? It is funny how there's this kind of confusion. You have to say uh, Wolfsburg with an E or Wolfsburg, comma the Austrian side to, yeah. uh, to, to to make it clear. Because of course they're they're not actually called Wolfsburg. They're called Waz Pellets. But you're not allowed to have a sponsorship name uh, in UEFA club competition. So they're, they're sponsored by Wood Pellet Company. I was going to say, I wondered what WAS pellets were. Are they the sort of things you put in the toilet and you know, concentrate your aim? Um, my goodness. Well, there we are. What a way to finish the show, Vish, that kind of chat. Um, oh, by the way, we've got a big announcement. Join us at 5pm today for a live Q&A on our Patreon. Um, Andy and myself will be joined by Jim Campbell. Uh, so get over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble 5 p.m. today. That is 5 p.m. Surrey time. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a cracker. We, 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 warts and all. We live the life with the trousers down, don't we, Andy, on our live Q&As? Not literally. That would be problematic. Um, but you can ask anything. We may not answer it, though. Yeah. So lovely old job. Uh, tomorrow's show. This you're back on mm-hmm. with myself and Luke. Look forward to that, my good man. So uh, join us at 5pm or tomorrow or both would be uh, ideal, of course. But thank you very much anyway, Andy Brassel. Goodbye. Take care of yourselves. Thank you, Vatushina Hantaraja. Thank you. Thank you, good people. We'll see you later. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.